Alright, hello and welcome. Another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach, recording relatively early on a Thursday evening. We are recording before the Manly and the Storm game. As many of you know, Kohai and myself, diehard Manly. Tom is a diehard Storm fan. So, they've got Pappenhausen back, but we're still a bit confident. They've missing out on Munster this tonight. Um... Me, myself, coming off a bit of a trip to Perth. I was at Perth on the weekend, over with all the footy happening over there. Uh, rough day on the punt, though. I'm not sure how the boys went, but it was pretty ordinary uh, for me. But welcome in. Boys, Tommy, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Um, when you say we're all three diehard fans, I think there's only one of us going, which would be me. So I might just say maybe just a little bit more than you two, but maybe it's sign of things to come. But uh, I went to the Tigers uh, game. <laughs> yeah, when you need to get the W. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, no, mate, yeah, I, I was up in Queensland for the um, uh, Tats Tiara on the weekend. It was um, some good scenes seeing Rob Heathcote win with Star Tantes and, uh, yeah, it brings to the end the Queensland Carnival bit. I mean, we've got a couple of feature races sort of this week and next week from um, some moved on ones, but that was the big last group one of the season and I thought it was... It was a really good, good win, good happy win to see Jason Collett win another Group One, and yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a pretty good weekend. Blues getting up and helped as well. Big help. Um, that was a good win, start Tontes, wasn't it, King? No, it was huge, and the locals. Well, it was wide open, really, wasn't it? Um, that race, so anything you could have literally picked any horse, probably twelve of the sixteen runners, I think it was, or seventeen runners, sorry. They could have won, and uh, Startontos did one for the locals and uh, takes out the, li- the last Group 1 of the season. So we won't see any Group 1 racing until, I think, what, August now? So we could take a little bit of a backseat and uh, relax a little bit. This is the exciting time when we start looking towards spring. So July, August, they're just a bit of a nothing. But then just, am I, on my eyes are already on spring. I get really excited this time of year. So... Look, there's obviously a plenty of winners to be found. Um, I think we have we have some alright races this weekend. It's Rose Hill. We're not going to really touch on the Sunny Coast. I think they've got the Glasshouse and the Winks. Guineas, they're nothing. To be honest, I haven't really looked at it form-wise and stuff. But we may as well give Rose Hill a crack tonight. We're going to try and get the podcast all done. So, you know, we can settle into a 13-plus victory for Manly tonight. Ruben, two or more. Homoho Lake. Ola Kawatu is going to score. Who else, King? Maybe a bit of Lachlan oh, Croker action. I wouldn't mind a little bit of Croker action. He's been playing well. He is good. He's got and a he's been going. scoring as well. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, just, I don't even want to put a bet on just so I don't mock it. So. Are, you, are you going to cut this out when um, Melbourne win? Or? Yeah, of course. I'll just re-record a new intro. <laughs> we'll just start the show all over again post-game, uh, Thomas. <laughs> it's right. It's right. We're going to do it again. All right. Let's... um. Let's go with the tab highway. The highway, 1,100 metres of the best. Sammy Clipperton's riding for Paul Massara. Shall star. 250 in from 280. That is um, coming off a bit of a nice win when it beat Sneaky Page last start. Blow Dart is going around. Paddy Scores claiming three at 550. We got Well In Sight, 750. Proverbial. Chad Schofield riding really well. Got another winner yesterday. Uh, that's 10 bucks, And we've got a couple more at uh, double figures. Look, these ones can be relatively open, even though there is a 250 fave there, Tommy. Yeah, I think the thing we're going to touch on first is um, she's going to be moist. Uh, we're going to get a lot of rain. Heaps. And I think Saturday is the worst of it. So, 
they're only good four at the moment. So, like, it's really hard to do it. Like, especially if this rain comes late or if they get wrong or if they get the amount wrong, like, so much is going to uh, change. So, massive caveat on anything we say, she's going to be moist. Yeah. Um, in saying that, I think Shallister, really good um, win first up, massive course, blowed. Low dart, um, pace force, claiming three. It's good things. Been running consistently. But I want to be with Will inside. I think um, the lengths that horse got to last prep were really exciting uh, with the um, Patriot Bloodstock team. is um, Yeah, a horse on the rise. And I'm very keen to see where they can get to uh, with this horse. I'll definitely be following it. So I have something on it. Um, one other one I'll say is Baradas. So for Cav and Collett. Mm, 26 and a 12. Uh, someone had a 1,000 on it at 100 to 1 with the tab to win the Kosciuszko. Wow. So um, we know Cav's got form in that department as well. So I, I will say that they might have a bit of an opinion, stringing a few wins together as well. So watch out for Baradas. Okay, Baradas. All right, 26 into 12. Like Tommy said, there is a stack of rain coming. It hasn't started raining yet. We're Thursday night, but every headline you read is risk of more flooding around Sydney. Sydney's about to get a season's worth of rain in seven days. So, look, if it comes... going to be moist. Yeah, if it comes like late Friday, Saturday, whatever, it might not be too bad, but, yeah, it's going to be pretty wet. King, who do you like? Baradas, if it drew a bit better barrier, but saying that, it's a little bit of an off-speed horse, so... 14 probably isn't an issue. And I just have to assume that there's going to be an absolute walloping of scratchings come Saturday morning. So um, that's why I want to kind of slightly pot the favourite. I think 250, no no wet weather form at all. It's All four runs have been on a good good surface. So 250 as as we speak, that's probably way unders. Even if it does run come Saturday, I think that it – I would anticipate – Drift, whilst uh, well inside and Baradas, they've got wet weather form, uh, both heavy and soft. So, you know what? Like, the post of 250, I'd rather take the 750 or the 12 bucks. So, the Kosciuszko news is quite, in, you, know, you know, interesting to hear. I mean, yeah, Cav's got a bit of a reputation with that, with its meme in the past. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye on it. But, yeah, I, I like well inside. You know, yeah. drawn well. Yeah, handles the wet and hopefully... I guess the biggest interest, interesting thing on Saturday as well is, um, yeah, one, the wet weather, and two, the rail position as well. It's going to be out eight metres Fuck. from 1,500 to the winning post. So long story short, there might be a little bit of an on-speed kind of bias. Yeah. Um, and shifting out wide as well, going for the uh, the grandstand side rail. Um, so Love that. <laughs> I love just when they watch do that, the, yeah. Just watch the racing patterns in the early couple of races, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And Rosie has been known to have a bit of a bit of an early bias too. So race number two is thirteen hundred mark benchmark seventy two. I'm just double checking. This horse, Deanne Andretti, it's dual nommed for this race and also the third race. So not sure which one it's gonna be running in. Depending on scratchings. Um it's favourite in this race, it's favourite in the next. So it's four bucks here, but look if it comes out, expect some deductions. Uh it was nine dollars, so it's been smashed for the third, the second race. Sung Blue is there at rules as well at four forty. Dehorned Unicorn. We talked about that the other week. That's going around again for Joe Pride at four eighty. You got Divine OK for Bjorn, six fifty. Deep Romance, nine bucks. A little bit of coin for Bullet Wing, double figures um, for the other ones, even Miss Austin. And just a little bit of coin for that too. But Tom, any mail which uh, race this horse is going to be in? Yeah, Ronnie Quinton told um, 
Sky Sports Radio this morning. I think he was leaning towards the earlier race. Yeah. Um, this half to Libertini, though, is mm. not a massive wet tracker. And if this rain does hit before race day, I reckon you might even see it going altogether. So a bit of a caveat on that. And it was $9 now into $4. So, um, yeah, mass- a massive chance. If, the- if that rain hasn't hit yet, I think it's a big chance where if the rain does hit, I think Sun Blue comes right into it. That rail out, maybe a bit leader bias, um, can handle the ground really well, Sun Blue. So my my betting is probably going to depend on what happens with the rain. If we've, we've got heavy, heavy track, I'm going Sun Blue. If we're not there yet and the, the rain's to come, I'm staying with uh, D'Andretti. But, um, yeah, you may even have the bet on Sun Blue now at the 440, and then if that rain does come, it might be a bit shorter, where um, if D'Andretti... Uh, well, I get I'd probably the same with Dan Dreddy, to be honest. If we don't get that rain and um, it scratches from the other race, then we might see it back in this race. But uh, top two for me, Dehorn Unicorn um, ran really well last start as well, but and so did Define OK winning at Hawks 3, but uh, top two for me. You were the top two, King? Uh, I don't think... I really think that Dan Andretti is not going to run Saturday. I just genuinely think... Well, and Ronnie Quinton did say that it'll definitely be running in this race, opposed to the midway. Um, I think he prefers it going over the thirteen hundred, and he was pretty adamant in the interview this morning that um, he's not going to take any chances. He obviously sees this horse as a, I guess, a spring hopeful in this stable, so he's not going to take any chances if the track definitely goes on the the worser part of soft uh, or more. You know, it won't. It'd definitely be a scratching by the sound of things if it hits the heavy range. Mm. But the worse part of soft, uh, he's probably going to scratch as well. So there will be a, a fair few deductions coming our way, I'd say. Uh, saying that, yeah, Sun, Sun Blue, Tommy makes a good case for it. Cav could go back to back, race one, race two. I'm just not sure. I guess the last start win was good, but it was on only a you know highway. Um so whether I want to take the highway form or three-year-old or benchmark city form, should I say, whether it's midweek or whether it's Saturday is kind of the where I want to go. And I don't mind deep romance at nine bucks. I really think that's actually nice price. Fifth up, uh, last start, it got brained by an older, classier horse in Huescu, who pretty much led and won. Uh, just a little bit of a slight leader bias day. But Timmy Clark rode an absolute peach on that horse as he does with most of the Gay and Adrian's horses. Um, yeah, I think the 9 bucks is a really nice price for now, and uh, if it does get a bit choppy out there at Rose Hill, um, it'll, it'll like the conditions, and it seems like it's going to be a – it is a bit of a 1,100-metre specialist. Saying that, I think it wanted to make up ground in that last start at Warwick Farm. It just was a little bit too far back. Uh, stepping up in distance, big upside, I think. So, yeah, I'd be looking at the nine-buck price for the Matty Dunn runner. Love that. Bit of nine-bucks action. All right, midway, as we were just saying, D'Andretti is also fave here. It's 290, but we go to Darylina Bell, for Matt Smith, Jace Collett, 460. We got Barto, Selly, Reese Jones. He's flying at the moment. He's claiming two for this runner. Uh, for Thompson, coming off a run at Canterbury. We've got Bud War, Clippo, and Damian Lane. And then we're out to some bigger odds for the others. Even Oxford Tycoons going around. Tyler Schiller also running really well, but... Um, what do you reckon, Tommy? How's, how good's Reese Jones going at the moment? Yeah, mate, he's flying. Um, we're going to see, I think, a really good apprenticeship next year. But I think 
heard Bailey Wheeler's coming to town, Reese Jones, uh, Dylan Gibbons. Like, um, it's going to be really good. Tyler Schiller's fine at the moment as well. And I think him taking two off this Tim Warhorse uh, mm. is in with a shot. I, I, I don't mind Oxford Tycoon at all. And I think that weight relief could help. But I can't say anything beating Darylina Bell. I think it's been really two really good runs for those two thirds, the last two runs. And even if Dan Dreddy's in the race, I think. Darlene Bell at four sixty is a great price, but um, yeah, just just going to be uh, what price it gets to with that scratching. But yeah, I'm yeah. Darlene Bell. You reckon King probably comes in? Yeah, probably comes in. I think, and especially if even if it stays dry, I just think yeah, like I said, uh, Ronnie Quinton wants to run it over the thirteen hundred, so I don't think it'll run in this one. Uh, um, sorry, as well, um, you won't get a deduction either because it's still second emergency. That's right, yeah. So, say, saying all that, I reckon Darylina Bell, yeah, definitely a good chance. I'd want to stay with – I'm hoping that it wins finally. I mean, it's once again a midway. But I uh, just think that Boudoir just gets a soft – not a soft lead. It just holds the fence. Nice draw. Consistent galloper. Sammy Clibben, the senior jockey, hops on board. I like all that. And eight bucks. I mean – You're speed, eh, in the spray. There is – it's a 1,200-meter midway. They're going to be coming from everywhere. Bartoselli, I think, would have been nice with Reese Jones, two kilos, but it's drawn 14, so it's going to have to work to get right across. Will so, Centro Storico a, kick up, barrier one? Uh, could definitely head them early, or it could just sit behind them. I mm. definitely think that by race three, you'll know the racing yeah, patterns true. of whether there is a bias as well. So especially if there is a bias for the leaders, um, it's going to be an absolute shit fight out front, but I just think that Budward's probably just the more experienced galloper, and yeah, I'm just going to take a chance at eight bucks with Sammy Clippen on board. Like it, yeah. We have, we'll find out very quickly too, don't we, with the bias. But um, race four, 2400 meters, a 78 Black Queen is the fave. Karen's riding Chris, three dollars ninety. We got our candidate. We know that horse. It's four eighty. Hughes riding for the Lees. Uh, team Taraman saw Timmy Clark coming off a couple of winners the last uh, week or so too. Seven fifty and a five's bit a bit of life. I'm not even. I can't pronounce whatever Pike is riding for Walla. Did you know I know how to say this? Why GG? Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil. Righto. I love it. Um, great naming conventions, everyone. Oceanic Flash, 650, then double figures for Dick Waddington, Montreal, and Arabellini. My old mate, Arabellini. Ruffy of the field, 17s. Thoughts, Tom? Yeah, I think one thing with Arabellini is going to get an easy lead. We saw three of them um, make up... Um, a fair bit of ground in that um, benchmark 78 with uh, Dick Whittington. I think it was Black Queen and uh, Monroe, maybe. There was a, there was three of them making up ground in the last start anyway. But Arabellini could just get away with murder up front and keep going. But I really like Black Queen. I think it's been, um, it's been really good without winning, just out of some really good form races um, and just being solid without... without uh, getting that one, but I think it does it here. Our candidate, uh, big weight. I, I would have liked it seen a couple of kilos off, but um, I reckon Hugh, Huey's going to have an amazing month. He's decided not to go away. He wants to he wants to keep riding this month, and um, I think he'll be picking up a fair few wins. So Bowman's the one to follow for me for the next month, uh, but I'll go Black Queen on top. Black Queen King? I like Black Queen as well. Uh, I'm assuming, I mean, Taraman Saw is an interesting runner for Matty Kamani, but I've got a feeling he is well found in the market. It's five bucks right now, and I 
I'm only speculating, but he's got no heavy form and it's had five starts on the soft and it's only placed once. So something tells me that uh, it might be a scratching. Uh, what else? Arabellini, yeah, Tommy's spot on. I think he will just get the soft, world's softest lead. Fit, bot, rock bottom weight, 53 kilos. Yes, it hasn't really done too much in the last three or four starts, but it loves the heavy going. So, I mean, it's definitely in for a chance at 17 bucks. I mean, that's pretty mm. juicy price for it. Um, I can make a case for our candidate, but yeah, I think I want to be on the favorite as well. K-Mac Waller. Um, last start was strong to the line, closed off nicely. I think it just left the run way too late. Uh, it's just what how I saw it. And it just doesn't – I think it prefers heavier going. That's just how I saw it. Um, on the good, It's got good form on the good tracks with mm. nine starts, one win, but six placings. But I just think that it is going to be advantageous with a little bit of a – it's got Rose it, – it's been around Rose Hill before. It steps up to 2,400, which is ideal. You can go back to last preparation where it won over that trip at Warwick Farm. Yeah, I see a lot of upside in 390. I can still respect that for sure. Have to agree. I would like to see Dick Whittington get a W. Obviously, he hasn't had a W since he's come over here, but yeah, since it's actually, I think it won its like first couple of starts overseas and then nothing, but whatever. Well, that Black Queen too. Race five is um, 1,100 metres, another little speed race. Shades of Rose or Rose. Um, Timmy Clark riding for Bjorn at 280. Bit of money for it too. Open 360. Petulant. Pikey aboard for Hawks, uh, five in a four twenty. Authentic Jewel, bit of speed, seven dollars into five fifty. King Kappa, Joe Pride and Clippo at seven fifty. Good money for Hardware Lane. Rachel's riding for Mitch Beard. Open fifteens, it's now eight, so pretty much halved its quote after a little win at um, Albury. And Pizarro, double figures and a little bit of coin to find miss thirty four and a twenty six, but good cash, Tommy, for Hardware Lane. You can see why watching that trial, and it's undefeated so far. Um, yeah, it's hard to knock this horse. It's um, just made its way through the grades and done really well, and from that trial, it seems to have come back uh, pretty pretty good. Um, maybe just the touch is uh, stepping up to this grade without um, being first up. Uh, it's drawn a good gate. So, look, I'm just trying to find negatives with it, but at 280, it may be a good gamble for it. Petulant was really strong, and... It's had two two tough seconds, so it might be really ready to go third up. So maybe just keep an eye on Petulant. Uh, Hardway Lane as well. Um, it's one to watch, especially if that rain comes. I think it'll eat up the rain. So I I, I can see Hardway Lane doing all right. And this divine, um, this divine miss really intrigues me as well. It's um, very consistent in the country, and he's, he's decided to bring the town first up, maybe – Maybe to run with the big boys, Norm Gardner. So it's maybe just one spec each way, but don't let it get um, past you. I think it might be all right. But, yeah, it's going to be tough to beat this favourite, but there's some good horses here. That Divine Muses riding obviously runs really well. First and seconds for its last six or seven runs. But, King, are you with? I think the smartest thing that um, Bjorn Bake has done is book TC for it. Um, there, There is an absolute shitload of speed in this race. It's... It's right across the track bar Pizarro who might settle back and that may be advantageous. I'm not sure. We'll wait and see come race day. Uh, he, he'll probably have the last shot at him if uh, runners can catch or make ground, should I say. And 10 bucks to find out it's not bad. It's, you know, I mean, outside of that, I don't find too much value. I think Shaded Rose is a good thing 
Um, that low draw, you know it's got a ping out of the gates. It's got first up form. TC's been on board at winning on it before. It's one on the heavy. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's so lightly raced. This um I think it's a three year old. Yeah, three year old filly. Um but it's been promising. So I'd love to see where Bjorn's thinking of taking this, but the, the trial was nice. Gate one suits. Yeah, I think it's just ticks all around. I think two eighty right now. Yeah, take it. Four from four. All right, race number six is fifteen hundred meter benchmark seventy two, and this is pretty brutal up top. We got three horses all at the same odds. We got Kalino, uh, obviously coming off a win last week at five fifty. We got and we danced Timmy Clark and Waller at five fifty, and we have Kanazawa at five fifty as well. That's been backed eight dollars into five fifty. Probably don't mind that to be honest. Um, Kanazawa uh, Lisa's is there at six fifty as well, so that's up there. So is Flash Flood at seven fifty. Could be an omen. Now that we're probably going to start flooding again, and then we're double figures for the catch, green flash, acrophobic, etc. But far out, we've got pretty much four horses all the same odds up the top, Tom. Yeah, a bit of a tricky one. I think um, just going to the map, um, lease, draw nice, um, should get a pretty easy lead. You see things like maybe Wally Yeats and uh, Fjord Lane coming across, and a um, bit of an awkward one for Andrew Dance, but. Again, because I think it's a soft lead for Lease, maybe if he jumps well and we dance, he can maybe settle a bit close to the front. So I, I like the fact he's had a month off with Henry Dance. He's had um, some really good runs without winning and um, they never go too long without winning for Chris Waller. So and this, this ex-Kiwi, uh, he'll be desperate to win a race and I just... It's been running so well. I without winning, I just I can't let it go without having something on it. I think Amway Dance will be a big one. If um the track's pretty even, I can see something like um uh, acrophobic running on. It, it's been up for a while, but it, it it goes really well, especially when there's a bit of tempo. But yeah, Lace will be up front, and uh, what were you saying as well? A couple of other ones in the. Yeah, it's a very tough betting race, but I'll, I'll go um, and we danced. And we danced. King, hard to find it. Uh, I'm with Lease, I think. Yeah, Lace. like Tommy said, drawing the, pretty much the fans. I think it should get a pretty cushy lead. Uh, I like it that it's third up, going up to 1,500 metres. Yes, it's never won on a heavy or a soft. It's placed five times, uh, but 650... You look back at its last preparation. Uh, it was it was fourth behind Festival Dancer in a three year old race, and I don't mind that at all. To be honest, it was about two point eight lengths behind it. Um, it's come up against some smart types, and uh, yeah, third up. I think it's going to be rock hard fit. I think the the map just suits. It is a bit of a nonny, much like and we dance. It's had fifteen starts, only the single win and six six minor placings. But yeah, I see it. Yeah, uh, I think it's value. Do we call it value six fifty? I don't yeah, even know when six fifty value. Well, it's five fifty the field, so I guess it's kind of value. Uh, I guess the weight is a slight clear uh, query, but at saying that, like I think Joshy Parr, yeah, senior jockey on board, barrier two six fifty can handle the wet. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with lease. 
Lease. All right, 650 is value in my books. First leg of the quaddy, 1,400-meter race number seven, benchmark 78. Like I just said with the market just before, this time we have four horses all at $5 and one at 650. So Nikki's Fling at fives for Patelli and Tyler. We've got Sue Lemur, Pert, Pikey and Waller, fives. We have Pert Inaway, obviously had a couple wins, $5. And Raduna, $8, Rachel King, Gay Waterhouse. That's $8 in a five. Five flat. We got Steel Diamond at six fifty, and then we go straight out to double figures for some others. A little bit of coin for Running Bear, which is Reese Jones and Bowen. But fuck me, what? How's this, Tommy? Another one? Yeah, mate. And um, Running Bear as well. Like it's been running so consistently. I can see why, especially at eighteen dollars, there's been a bit of money for it. Uh, Reese Jones. I think with Casino Kid, him has struck up a good relationship in town with race uh, when Jen Bowen brings him to town. So I think. Uh, running Bear is a really good bet at that $18, but you're right, it's such an open market. Um, if I were to look at um, the ones more towards the top of the market, I think I've got to come to something like Sir Lemur. It's um, Especially if we're tipping now, like if you're going to put something on your money, uh, a bet on now, Sir Lemur's had uh, wins from good to heavy, and I think that's, I don't think it matters too much what um, the track does for Sir Lemur. I think it. Um, Either way, we'll be running, uh, can find a spot from nice, easy gate and uh, going to be very competitive. Willie Pike on not, is going to be very nice. Perina Way is the other one, though. Um, Bowman and Lees together. Uh, I thought I thought it wasn't too bad actually coming fourth, and then we all know what it did first up. So Perina Way and Selim are very hard to split. We're at that $5, you can probably back them both. But, yeah, just maybe wait. Way to see where the money comes and what the track does and everything. And, um, yeah, running bad, maybe one at odds. Tough race, King. Very, very tough race. I'm, Tom's made the case for Sir Lemur and Perry in a way. Um, it's kind of which one do I like to take? Uh, I mean, Nicky's fling is consistent run runner, but uh, last start, it flew late. Did all right, pick up a paycheck coming third. Gets a two-kilo claim, but five bucks, I just, I can't, I can't. I can't do it to myself. Um, I'd be more inclined to back Perina way. I think just Huey Bowman on board, I think that adds up really nicely. Steps up to – no, not steps up, should I say. It stays at the 1,400 metres. Oh, it does step up, sorry. goes up 100 metres. Um, yeah, it's never been tested on heavy, but it's two from two on the soft. Uh, I'd take that on board. Five bucks is a great price. Another one I could – touch on probably a steel diamond jason cole he's you know riding an absolute peach at the moment mm. great form can't dismiss second up form is, is pretty horrific it's got duck eggs but saying that i can see it in terms of running transit barrier seven it'll probably sit three back one out that kind of ballpark i think it'll get a nice run in transit and handles pretty much all going so Warren's respect, but yeah, I'm um, with the um, the exit international horse, uh, Perinaway. Okay, yeah, bloody hell, tough, tough field. Um, Naval Seal is the fave for race number eight, 1800 meters, $3.20. Tyler's riding again, uh, claiming two for Waller, coming off a win at Rose Hill last start. Wicklow, uh, flew home and won at Rose Hill as well last start, beating Easy Far. That's at 440. We've got Easy Far, not sure what's going on. There's no jock no, uh, nom, so might not go around. Tinny Winnie's there at eight bucks. La Chevalier at tens. Zing still hasn't found the form. Kirkby and Too Big Fiery. Plenty others at bigger odds there. So, Tommy, what about Naval Seal? Can it do it again? 
Yeah, it's going to be um, a massive chance. So I think uh, Easy Fire with no jockey probably running the next race. And I think despite the really bad gate, I think Wicklow does run in this race. And you saw what he did last start. It, it was really impressive. I don't think the gate matters too much. It's going to get back and uh, be running home. Cross talk out uh, takes a bit of pace out, but I still think Wicklow, um, after that, Bit sluggish run after such a big break. First up, I think Wicklow can keep going. Um, yeah, Naval Seal, really impressive last start. And you've got to be a big worry. Uh, La Chevalier is coming off like group group races. Zing's been consistent this prep, but I can't really make too much of a case. I, I really like Wicklow here. Wicklow flew home um, last start. Coe, you agree? Yeah, ditto. Ditto from me. Um, third up, I mean, the. You look at last preparation, I know it was over a week of grade, but it won the race at Newcastle to start its career as a maiden. Then comes into Rose Hill, 1,800 metres over a three-year-old, benchmark 72, wins it. And then third up, lo and behold, it wins again, puts three in a row over 1,800 in uh, like a open benchmark 72. I just see it happening again. Its last start was enormous. It handles all going. Yeah, the gate's a little bit tricky, but it's 1,800 metres. I'd imagine that a lot of these runners have to – they will find position. Um, I guess just the real query is how far back does he get. Um, yeah, that draw is a little bit troubling, but mm, – Tough. Huey, Huey on board, I have to think that he'll probably ride a little bit more positively. He kind of has to, I think. Um yeah, I as for the favourite naval seal, I mean, it's I mean its breeding is worth millions. Um, Snitzel out of first seal, so it's going to be fifty-one kilos with Tyler Schiller on board. So I mean, definitely a watch. But coming into a city Saturday, I mean, that's where I'm kind of. If it does well, I mean, I could be a star of the future. Who the hell knows? But at the moment, I'm just kind of treading carefully with it. Uh, so yeah, Wicklow the second favourite for mine. Okay, Wicklow, Huey Bowman, and Chris. Race number nine, a 1500 metre 88, and Wicklow is obviously nommed for this race to win its fave, so not sure what's going on, which one. No jock here, so assume race number eight. Uh, Lakeen is there, Reese Jones claiming two, might end up jumping favourite at 650. Irish Legends there, Karen and Les Bridge, that's $7.50, coming off a third place at Rose Hill last start. Easy Far is nommed here as well. Lord Ardmore, Willie Pike and Waller, we got double figures for, same with Wairiri Falls and Tyler Schiller. Yee Yee is 13's, Love Tap, Alcyone. Um, Bit of a tough one, Tommy, knowing which what's going to go on ha- happening here with Easy Far and Wicklow and stuff. But um, any inside knowledge? Yeah, I think Wicklow goes the other race and Easy Far this race, um, just with the jockeys not notified, obviously. And uh, Wallace got a stack in this race as well, so it's about picking the right one. I thought Yee trialed really well, and um, it might come back here and win a race like this. It performs on all sort of surfaces, getting thirteen bucks. I think that's a bit over the odds there for Yee Yee. So maybe have a bet on Yee Yee there. Um, otherwise, yeah, you take Wicklow out. I think the only, uh, the other one up the top of the market is Lakeen. And I think Reese Jones claiming too. You don't see Reese uh, riding for Dolphin too much. So um, that's going to be a big up for him. And uh, a horse like Lakeen as well, second up, should go really well. Uh, I'm going to have something on Yee Yee. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Lakeen runs really well. Or. Easy far being on for both races and deciding this one with Chatterboard. What about you, King? I'm with the easy far form. So, I mean, t- 
take it with a grain of salt. But if Wicklow goes the other race, which I think it should, steps up to 1,800, which is like the pet distance, I think it wants to step up as well. And on a wet surface come Saturday. So I reckon Tommy's pretty much bang on. I think Wicklow go race eight, Easy Fire go race nine. And, yeah, the fact that Easy Fire was only how far? Only 0.3 of a length behind Wicklow. I think that's strong enough form. 1,500 suits. Uh, yeah, handles all going. Nine bucks to find out with Chad on board. Draws a little bit sticky-ish. Um, could get trapped wide, but I am willing to take a gamble at nine bucks. Nine bucks. Love that. All right, last of the day, 1,300 metres. Wahaha. Wahaha Falls, which is Reese Jones coming to us. $3.80 for John O'Shea. Titanium Power is next at fives. Coming off a win at Rose Hill last time. Beats Simon Agenda by about a length. Tamerlane, good horse. Clippo's riding for it. Second up, coming coming off a third place. El Buena, Tens, Overlord, Rubamos, Garsonic, Fasconi. There's plenty here at Big Odds. Even Joviality at 26ers. Um... Waihaha Falls, Tommy, you with? Mate, yeah, look, you got to look at it and you look at Titanium Power at 62.5 and Waihaha Falls claiming the two at 59 to 57.5. Mm. Yeah, you got to go Waihaha Falls, but Titanium Power is just so impressive. Eh? Um, tracking distance, it's uh, two, two from three. It just does so well for um, Rory Hutchins as well. And you think Rory would have a a few decent rides if he went somewhere else, but he comes to town. And, and Joe says it all the time, when Rory's riding this horse, he goes really well. He won in town last start on him. He didn't have him to start before because Rory couldn't make it, and he still came second. And um, Rory, Rory's had six wins out of 11 starts on this horse. So I've got to give a bit of credit to that. And I, I think if they, um, there's any leaders bias as well, this horse has got to be in it. it. It loves it around that soft range as well, having four wins from eight starts. So if we don't get as much rain as we thought and we don't go deep into the heavy, I think something like titanium power is a really good bet. Yeah, carrying a stack of weight though, we reckon King. No, I think the interesting thing is uh, titanium power is five bucks while Sutherland agenda is 26 bucks. So I think that's... I think there's a little bit of an oddity in the market. It was second behind. It was literally second behind Titanium Power by not much of a margin, and it's five times the price. I know it gets a barrier fifteen, but I think that warrants a little bit closer in the market. I think, like, I wouldn't mind specking it for a couple of bucks. And Tommy's right with you know Rory Hutchings, great, great hoop. He could have been at Newcastle. He could have been anywhere else in around the state, and he would have got a, probably a book a rise. But he's coming into town, so. Have to respect that. But, yeah, solid agenda for a little bit of value. Outside of that, why high half falls? I mean, I think that's just a no-brainer, I think. Uh, you can see the writing on the wall. Two kilo claim from Reese Jones. Draws 12, but I think 12's fine. Uh, I think it'll just get clear running. I'm just hoping that, yeah, the bias isn't on for the leaderish types. And I think it is a classy type, this horse. Um, it's a lightly raced four-year-old. Yeah, with inform apprentice mm. John O'Shea stables always consistent. I think last start win was great, and with a margin as well. So I, I can definitely see it repeating. And it only it goes up in grade after a win, but only up three kilos with the claim. So I definitely think that respect, much respect for three eighty. Uh, so I'll be playing the two. I reckon number three, number four. 
All right, number three and number four, Waihaha Falls. Reese, uh, claiming two. All right, that is Rose Hill. As we've said, expect probably some scratchings. There are a few, some dual noms. Let's work out uh, multi and then watch your footy. All right, multi, we're going one each. Again, I am being soft and going Kanazawa just to run a plays at $2.10. That's race number six at Rose Hill. Thomas? I am going down Mexico way to pick in the last, um, like he asked at 2010, Falls $10, and I don't think it should be $10. We'll go the place. We'll get in 290 the place, but if you came back at the win... Thalassophile, all right. And Koi, bring it home. Uh, I think race five, number five, Shades of Rose for the Baker Yard is a good thing. Uh, 280 at the moment. TC should uh, make it a good watch, an easy watch, hopefully. <laughs> all right, when I say bring it home, you're actually kicking it off, so... Make, make, let us make, let us bring it home. All right, Shades yeah, of Rose, perfect. race five, Kanazawa to place, race six, and Thalassophile to run a place at Flemington. That'd be nice. You're getting 17 bucks. Uh, yep. um, as our friend Darren Orr said, uh, Thalassophile is actually someone who loves the sea, so hopefully we won't be saying get in the sea to Thalassophile on the weekend. All right, I love you, Darren Orr. I love you, I miss you. Love right. you too, bud. Thank you, boys. Um, enjoy tonight, Tom. You're going to the game. Kohai, you're at the pub. I'm ordering takeaway. So, look, may the best man win, but I think we're, I think we're in for a good good match. Um, good luck, Thomas. Pappy back. Let's go. Mm, Pappy to score, probably. I wonder how long he'll play. Do you reckon he'll finish, finish the game? Oh, after he scores his third try, they might take him off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, boys. See you, boys. Good on you, guys.